With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Dude, I can see through your pants. Uh, details on that random oh, no. story right around the corner. We are Not broadcasting good. live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is a wild one, Jeff. If you look at uh, spring training over in Major League Baseball, the players are complaining about their see-through pants. Apparently, MLB and Nike, they've gone the cheap route on some of these uniforms this year. So much so that the tucked-in shirts can be seen through the fabric of the pants. This is the year 2024. Yeah. Just to double-check over it. What are we doing, as you would say? All right. So, here, good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm so excited for... Uh, just football in general and everything to do with the sport. Um, I woke up this morning a little early, Brian, and I'm watching uh, South Dakota State, uh, an offensive lineman, the left guard that my buddy asked me to watch. So that's how much I enjoy um, some of my jobs that, that I have to do. Uh, but let's talk about baseball. Who are they uniforms. playing, by the way? Who are I, the Jackrabbits taking on? I put up the on. Montana game, the final game of the season. Um, but it's a – okay, here's, here's why um, – something about football that – people complain about they complain about how the nfl is so strict about uniforms right mm -hmm. that the nfl makes players wear uniforms a certain way they don't and look and they're you can get fined and uh, like you know like trent williams gets fined every game because he wears like the wrong socks which is look man when you make that much money that's what you want to do be my guest um but the nfl has really good uniforms right the quality is good and they make sure that little things like that are taken care of because they want the product to look good, right? That, that, that's why they want uniforms to, to be uniform, right, Brian? They want everyone to look the same. They want it to be high quality, good quality for the product on the field. And, and other sports, baseball this season, don't care about that. And it makes a big difference, right? And it, it does because baseball decided to go cheap. They decided to go cheap. They decided to use a manufacturer that um, does not typically make uniforms for professional sports leagues. Um, 
I, I order from their website all the time. I, I have no problem with yeah. the products they give to fans, but this is Major League Baseball, right? This is the high, highest of the high, and you have to have the best quality that you can give anything for everything, right? This is Major League Baseball, just like the NFL. Again, people mock, oh, the NFL's too hard on uniforms. Well, they give us good uniforms. <laughs> like, they give us good, you know, there's no see-through pants in the NFL. Now, some of the white pants, <laughs> just generally speaking, can be a little more see-through than others, especially when they're wet. But the idea, obviously, is that the players, you'll hear players being like, you know what, that material that we have is not good enough. Uh, no, they take care of, of, of the players in that way. And baseball, just I think along the lines of them sort of doing things that don't make sense all the time, this is one of them. How could you enter a season where you have a lot of buzz with some of your players? Like, I mean, with Shohei Otani and, and the buzz in Los Angeles, the way the Dodgers have built their team. I think I think I saw yesterday Okuna is the favorite to be the NL you know, MVP. He's a fantastic player, electric player. You have these young players in Baltimore, right? What Baltimore did last year, but all the young players they have there. Like, you have a lot of good players. It's just obviously some of the guys around the league. And we're talking about the uniforms yeah. as we get to the first spring training game. It's crazy. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, again, this is something that wouldn't happen in the NFL. I don't think it happens in the NBA, even though you know there was a ball issue a few years ago. They just were like, oh, we'll throw that old ball out. And That's go right. The new, uh, we'll throw the new ball out and go back to the old one. But people mock the NFL all the time, Brian. They get these things right. Yeah, and that would never happen in the NFL. Listen, they don't get everything right. They're having this ongoing beef with natural grass versus field turf, and that's been an ongoing debate for years now. Yes. Um, so they don't get everything right, but they don't have see-through pants. You know, they like, and you're right. We're going into a new season. There could be momentum with a lot of interesting storylines. That could be focused on more than see-through pants. To literally read one of these sentences, MLBPA Executive Director Tony Clark, right, former player, he's going to spring training camps. And his statement was, a lot of the rhetoric is confirmation that the pants are see-through. <laughs> We're like, what are we doing over here? You can't skip when it comes to the pants to the point that they're see-through. Well, this is crazy. But all of it. But all of it. Look, I, I, I've seen. I, I've seen pictures of like the patches on the uniforms. Yeah. And the patches are look like they look fake. You know, like you can tell the difference between a, a good quality patch that's been sewed in and whatnot. This is like these are like what you have on kids uniforms like a, right. a little league yeah They're just it's it's just not i see the i see the picture of casey schmidt now the giants infielder and you, you see you see everything um <laughs> in the pants <laughs> um, nothing to the imagination nothing to the imagination um but like even like the patches don't quite look the same um <laughs> The, you know, Casey Schmidt's wearing those the new the new age pants that they just make them hemmed at the knee for guys that oh, wow. wear their their pants up and the socks up to the knees. You, know, you used to have to pull your pants all the way up, right? And and make and now they just hem them right above the knee oh, or right below man. the knee. This uh, so is you not don't good. have to. So they're basically like wearing shorts. Not good um, at all. So at least they did that for them. But it, yeah, baseball, dude, guys. Focus on marketing your players and getting excited for a season. Not, not that we, if we can see that the players junk through the pants. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. It this is. is it, it, this is, and I love baseball, man. It's my second favorite sport. I, I will. I'm a Giants fan. They're not going to be any good this year. I will probably watch a hundred parts of hundred of a hundred games. Like, I, wow. 
Yeah, I, I watch a decent amount. I like watching baseball. Um, it's baseball season. Like my son has baseball. My daughter has started softball. Like I, but I love like playing catch with my kids. It's like my favorite activity to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and baseball just continually steps in it. They the, the uniforms, the blackout policies for watching their games. It's just. I, I like some of the changes they made last year. I think the pitch clock was a great idea. Um, you know, making the bases bigger, I didn't really, as a fan, I didn't tangibly notice more stolen bases. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the batting averages were up a little bit with the with the shift alignment changing. They did some good things. But then, yeah. you, had, then you have this, and you're like, what are I, we, why, why? It's I, I unnecessary. It. Yeah, it's a, it's a baseball thing. It's hustling backwards. It's working against yourself where you're right. There was a lot of momentum with the pitch clock changes in particular, and it was fun. It helped the sport quite a bit, and now it's, you know, two steps forward, one step backward. Why, why do we have to go backward with see-through pants? It's just weird. And there's but... no change. By the way, I don't think they're going to have a change. Like, they, they already made the jerseys. Like, I mean, maybe they can, you know, by by opening day, they get some new pants for everybody. But, again, I mean, I, I don't want to – I don't feel like calling out any companies this morning for who makes the, the stuff. You go find it. But – I'm just curious why they went in that direction. Was it I cost? Yeah. Major League Baseball want to save money? Was it a decision by um, by you know they're they're not Nike uniforms, right? They're they licensed they're licensed the logo. Is it did Nike decide like they're out of baseball uniforms? Um, yeah, it's and- weird because it was it's a a Nike thing. Like the the uniforms are designed by by Nike and it's manufactured um, by Fanatics. And I right. love their stuff. Like they've got a lot of great well, stuff. I wear their stuff all the time. But it's well, like I think, I think you. I think you sort of have to wear their stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the way they core yeah. the market. But I like. I mean, again, I I almost ordered an Oregon hat last night off Fanatics. I like the, the their baseball stuff is out now. A little black hat, black hat with a little Oregon O. Um, and it, it's easy to use. I you know like I again I order stuff in the middle of time for my kids, and you can't make to me as a major league. Uh, professional sports league, you can't make these mistakes. No, you, you can't it's embarrassing. have us talking about your uniforms. You can't have us look. I mean, look, maybe the players are flattered that we're looking at their junk, but you can't have us like <laughs> fixated on ch- checking out which guys have see-through pants and which ones don't. It, it looks. I, I just saw a photo of Shohei Otani um, in his uniform. It looks really tacky mm. that you can see the the, the shirt. I mean, you know, yeah. the, 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 it's it's bad it's bad um and again the the piping of like the the again this is very specific to some teams like the piping at the bottom of the sleeves is sort of not done correctly it's again it's cheaper materials so it's not that like actual addition of a thick you know, c- yeah. you know cuff around the end and you can in and, and, and so it's it just doesn't look good and yeah it's it's a little bit like you can get the cheap NFL jerseys, yes, or you know the, what I mean, or the, like or the or the, or the replica, yeah, just like the straight, like Saquon Barkley literally would be wearing yeah. this jersey, like four, right? Like the four hundred dollars jersey versus the hundred dollars jersey, <laughs> yeah. And you look at the one hundred dollars jersey at first blush, you're like, ah, it looks pretty good, you know. And then you look closer, and you're like, oh, I get it. That's what they look like. It's just weird. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
This is not exactly cashing in. Details on the way. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So there is a highly anticipated video game that's coming out in May, Jeff. College Football 25. The last time we had a game coming out, it was NCAA Football 14. (laughs) Because it's a long time, over a decade ago. Last time we had this, and it's a very popular game, so everybody's excited. Um, There are details of what the players are going to be making here. So they will receive $600. But that's not all. They will receive a copy of the game. Yay. (laughs) And uh, if their image and likeness is used in the game, what do you think about that? 600 bucks and a free copy of College Football 25. Sweet deal? Or uh, that's it? That's all I get? That's all I got over here? Sounds great. I mean, like it's, a, it's the first year of a new game. There's no market for how much like it should be worth for, to the players. I, I don't know what is the problem here. Um, I mean, look, we get paid... Um, you know, we get in the NFL. We have Madden checks, right? We get paid for for Madden, but there's a market for how much like that should, that should cost. Um, th- w- there's no market. What's the market here? Six hundred bucks for the again for everyone. This is the this is the thing about the idea of like if if players should be put on a payroll essentially, right? Is how much is are, are is everyone worth? Because you can't pay everyone the same; they're not mm-hmm. worth the same. In this situation, they're just giving everyone six hundred bucks. I imagine that you know uh, Quinn Ewers is probably worth more to the game than Texas's third string offensive tackle, but they haven't determined what that is quite yet. Right. And so they're they're paying the players, just giving them a flat six hundred bucks. It's everyone, right? It's not just like the the guys that are starting on the team. And so it makes a little bit of sense, I think, from that perspective of just like, we don't really know what the market is. Um, and so we're going to just make it this. It's kind of funny. If, can you imagine NIL working the same way? We're just using your same example. Uh, Quinn Ewers is making the same amount as whatever the, uh, the third string left guard. You know, it doesn't work like that. So it's, it's, I get it why it works this way with the video game, but it's so different than the way everything else works in college football right now. Right. So that's why it it catches your attention the same way. And, and you're like, are the stars going to say, yeah, go ahead, use my name. It's cool. I'll take the 600 bucks and the free copy. Or That's what I wonder how many of the stars will be like, that's it? Really? The, no, no, I you can't I think use my most, name. I think most are going to opt in. I think most will too, because because most of the stars, Brian, are already getting some NIL kickbacks. Like this, right. th- to them, this is like it's like they're only getting six hundred bucks. I mean, they're making seven figures if you're any sort of quarterback on you know a, a, a major team. So that's why I think they're they're not going to say no because this is just six hundred bucks is just extra money for them. Where again, like the backup right guard, you know, it, it's a big. This is this is more money than he's going to get elsewhere. Yeah. Right, and listen, they're college kids. A lot of these guys, even if they're stars, they they want to be themselves playing the game. <laughs> if you can be doing that as well. Are you so. a video game guy, Brian? I used to be into Madden way back when, but yeah. I've I've since gotten out of the habit. Um, 
So, yeah, I dabbled back in the day, but not so much anymore. You? You into you became it? An, you became an adult. That's what it should be good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I have my, my wife got me like Call of Duty uh, like a year ago because I think she wanted me to play with one of our friends in California. Um, she actually asked me the other day, like, have you been playing Call of Duty? And I was like... I mean, a little bit, but I don't play any Call of Duty from September to February. What do I have time to play Call of Duty <laughs> football season? <laughs> I um. So I when no I was time. living in Portland, I was doing a local show over there, and so I had Fortnite Fridays with my two nephews. We would just get online, we'd play Fortnite each Friday, and it was cool because you have a little headset and you can talk, and that's the way we visited each week. It was really cool. I looked forward to it. The funny thing is, I just feel so old. Because I'm like, so how do you play? And I don't know if it's a young oh, kid for, thing Fortnite or just is, my nephews. Fortnite is, is, I've seen my son play. It's difficult. To, it's very difficult. It and they're sense. really bad at explaining how you play the freaking game. I'm just like, what, how do you do this? How, how do I how do I navigate where I'm not getting shot, you know, and I can actually win? And they're like, uh, you just kind of... You just kind of do it. I'm like, cool. Yeah, that explains everything here. So I would every Friday I would visit with my nephews and just get schooled in Fortnite. Yeah, I see my son playing Fortnite. And I, I sometimes I'm like, how are you doing this, buddy? He's like, I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> <That's right>. So <laughs> I don't know what it is with young kids explaining things. But I used uh, to yeah. play Madden on my PSP because that version of Madden was like super simple compared to the version that you would find on Xbox or, or like a, a PlayStation. And so I liked that because it was like, it was, I, it's to me, some of the video games are just too much for my brain. Like, I yeah. just want to, I just want to look and see the field and throw the ball. I don't want to worry about like <laughs> the level of strength I put on the ball and like the cone, <laughs> the vision cone. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just I just want to if a guy's open I want to throw him the football. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um you know, and it gets me thinking of the larger point here with this is just a a college football video game, you know. I'm not expecting the players to break the bank cashing in when their image is used, but the larger discussion is when as we move into this 12 team playoff era for at least the next 2 years before that might even expand more. When are the players going to make a legitimate sum here? When are they going to get a legitimate piece of the pie? Because when you look at the ESPN deal that's in place, it hasn't been pushed through yet, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of $7.8 billion. That's just for six years of broadcasting the new 12-team playoff. And and some people push back when it's it's not seven point eight billion. It's like, okay, what is it? A dollar ninety five? It's still gonna be a ton of money. And I'm just wondering when you're going to see the players, how far away are we from them making a legitimate sum of money and getting their slice yeah. of the pie? They're generating all of this. I don't know. You know, we we've seen coaches Jim Harbaugh, Chip Kelly, which is funny because they're both out of college football now. I mean, both out of the head coaching jobs that they had. Discuss players getting paid, right? And sort of the idea of, like, we're making a lot of money with the college football playoff. Like, the players should be on some sort of salary. I think the hard part, as I mentioned, Brian, is figuring out what that is, right? Because it's not going to be fair. It's just not. Because, again, players are worth different amounts. How do you figure out what what that is? Um some schools just 
have more money than others because their operational costs are are just barely covered by what they make with football. I think if you if you end up having to pay the players, does that cut into the funding for other sports? Sure, yeah. Um, which I think I think people would be pretty upset if you eliminated seven sports because you, because you need to play you know, to pay pay the football players out of the athletic budget. Um, so th- I think those are legitimate questions as to why the players can't get paid. I also think that we we do realize that players on scholarship and not every sport by the way has full scholarships or it's it's mostly just basketball and football you know baseball there's 11 and a half that they split between all of them right but we do realize that football players basketball players are getting educations for free that is worth something sure oh, it, absolutely it, it, it's, and i think in this conversation about the players being on a salary per se, we lose the idea that they are getting a $200,000 education for free. Now, some of the players aren't there for that, okay? Which I understand. But there is value in that. It's not a zero value thing. We we act like it's like it's there's no value in it whatsoever. And that's part of the 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 the, the cost of co- of I don't know the 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 job. So I think that if we look at it like that, like they're getting some value out of the education part of it, then I think the salary payments, you don't feel quite like you have to pay the players as much. Yeah, I get that. I think of it like this, where if you're asking me, okay, fine, no, what's the model look like? I I couldn't tell you. But I know that if college football is generating this type of, of money, yeah, like they deserve a piece of it. I, I look at it I'm like with this. You. I, I'm with yeah. you on that. I just don't know what, how they. I don't either. That I don't either because you know how it's going to go. If the players do get their piece of the pie, well, then you've got all these other sports and all these other athletes that are saying, "Well, what about us?" You've got Title Nine. You've got women's sports. You've got a whole equal pay thing that would certainly be discussed. It would be a whole can of worms there's no doubt about it but on a surface level i just think of it like this let's say you're in a a really popular band jeff let's say i don't know you play bass in this uh, progressive rock band it's a big hit you know so you go to an arena and you freaking pack the place and it generates a ton of cash and you don't make any of it but they say you can sell T-shirts and CDs and make a buck off of that. Yeah. Me, as just an outside observer, would be like, you're the one who generated all that money yeah. and you don't get any of it? Really? Like That's how I see college football yeah. right now, especially when we're getting close to this, this 12-team playoff broadcasting deal being pushed through in the neighborhood of $8 billion. That's over yeah. six years. It's crazy to me. Yeah, no, the players got to get something from it. Again, I just don't know what that something is. I don't um, either. It won't be fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you probably pissed if like Lamb of God didn't get their money, right? It would, be, <laughs> it would, not, it would not be good. I would, um, I would riot if they didn't get their piece of that. Yeah, you kidding piece me? Of pie. Goodness. So I, I think that's, again, figuring it out. And the thing about it, too, is like there's really no one – who is trustworthy to be the person who figures it out. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not saying that college football players should be unionized, but there's really no one from the college football sort of 
protecting the players part of this, right? Like who's in charge of of that? Um, from the from the college football side, who is in charge of sort of making sure that college football gets it right? Um, I think there's an argument to be made that sort of getting a commissioner of college football would probably be smart. Um, again, I don't know who that person is, though. Like, who who, who do we yeah. trust to be the face of, of college football and to be in charge of some of these decisions? There's not a great person for this. Um, and it's a really tough job to, to really want or, 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 or take over. So... Again, these these are sort of decisions that have to be figured out. Things that have to be done before we figure out how to pay the players. I know it, and it just it feels like you don't have that person in charge to do what is fair, to do what is right by the players or the overall good of college football. It just seems like it's the Wild West, man. It's the Big Ten and the SEC, it's like, let's get 14 teams so we get more automatic bids, and it's just for them. You know what yeah. I mean? There's way too much of this is what's well, good for us instead of the overall landscape. I mean, but, but, but talk about like leadership, right? Like This is because there was a void of leadership in, in the NCAA, and the NCAA just didn't have the foresight that this was coming. You, know, it, you could tell if you paid attention to the – sort of Supreme Court and how they talked about some of these cases while they were being argued, that and that's how it was going to lose. And Brian, they, they just didn't have a plan, man. Yeah. And in the void of having a plan, everyone else just sort of figured it out themselves. And now we have kind of speaking to NIL and and you know, NIL, I thought this was always going to be the case, was going to be used for pay for play, right? You know, there are some great examples of NIL being used traditionally, right? Caitlin Clark, the Iowa, you know, the, the Iowa sensation. Great example of NIL being used traditionally where you have a superstar like Caitlin Clark. She is at Iowa and she's making money doing traditional advertising means, right? Um, and that's how it was supposed to be used. And obviously it's, it's not quite used that way for football. Um, but there was never a plan put in place. And now states are putting their own plan in place. So you have a situation where who's in charge? Is it the state law? Is it the NCAA? There's no federal law. That would obviously supersede any state laws, but there's no way Congress is actually doing anything about this. So in the void of any real leadership, everyone else is taking over. <laughs> you know? I, I, yeah. I, have, I have a buddy who who is, you know, who who is... You know, at Oregon, and and he's you know he he testified in front of the uh, you know the the state senate uh, legislature whoever it was to talk about you know nil law they're going to put in place. So th- there was there's a leadership void. There was no idea of what this could be, and in that has formed what is now nil and what is now understood as sort of the norm for the sport. That it's it's just wild, man. It really is. But it helps. But I'll tell you what, man. It helps our the teams we root for. It, it <laughs> definitely mean, like, does. Yeah, and 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 that's why I'm like, oh, great, I great. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's uh, the haves and the have have nots to a greater degree. You know, Jeff's uh, team ducks over there. I'm team Irish. Uh, so yeah, when if you've if you're backing a school, if you're rooting for a school that's got deep pockets, yeah, it absolutely helps. But it. It's just crazy. If you were, I'll say this real fast. If you were to just sit down with a friend who wasn't into sports, 
you know, wasn't into college football and just said, hey, how does this kind of work? And you just walked them through. You, you couldn't. <laughs> it's insane to be like, yeah, so you couldn't pay players even though they were getting paid. Now you've got something called NIL. And it, it would just they'd be like, what? Who's who's in charge Bro. of this whole thing? You're like, there's really not someone in charge. It's crazy. Brian, I, I've choked about this uh, with, with, a, with, with buddies of mine, like on podcasts. I, ha, imagine an alien came from. Yeah. You know, and said, explain college football to me. You couldn't do it. They'd be like, what? What? Yeah. Because, again, there's 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 no structure. There's no uh, cohesiveness on, on what we're doing. And then, of course, throughout the different sports, it's just different. I mean, imagine telling someone, you know, we we got rid of a, a regional conference so Cal and Stanford can play Wake Forest and Clemson in volleyball. Right, right, yeah, the, You'd be like, what? Oh uh, gosh, what? Wait, yeah, Oregon has to go to Penn State to play a soccer game? Yeah. No. You'd be like, what is, it, what is up with this sport? It's, it's, it's wild, man. It is. It's insane. It makes absolutely no sense. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay, Jeff, so... Listen, you're going to get a steady diet of should the Bears draft Caleb Williams or stick with Justin Fields? Both you and I think this is a no-brainer. Yes. You reset the quarterback clock, you draft Caleb Williams, who might be special, and you trade Justin Fields, whose passing numbers are in the toilet. That is not tough at all. So I started thinking about this. If we play NFL make-believe, just for a bit, there would be decisions that are a lot tougher than the one the Bears are faced with. And so I'm going to throw a few of them out, uh, out at you, and okay. we'll compare notes here. So if somehow, some way, the Dolphins had the number one overall pick, would you draft Caleb Williams, or would you pay Tua Tungavailoa? What would you do? I would draft Caleb Williams. I would, too. Because it's cheaper. It's a fraction of the cost. Yeah. And, and two has been good, but are you convinced he's a difference maker when push well, comes I, to shove in the well, playoffs? No. I, I mean, the, the skill set of Caleb Williams is just vastly superior to Tua, just physical skill set. Um, and then you add in this, the cost of it. Is it, A quarterback on a rookie contract is the best value in all sports. Brock Purdy is the best value in all of sports right now. Mm. Seventh-round draft pick. He has like the... I saw an article yesterday. He his cap hit is like in the like ranks in like the thousands <laughs> for NFL players. That like, it's only like a million bucks next season. It's less you know? than a million dollars. It's crazy. His salary yeah. this year. So like that to me is and so you get Caleb Williams on a rookie contract instead of having to pay to uh probably fifty to fifty five million a year. Wow. Slam dunk for the for for the Dolphins. Okay. Might be the same answer here. If Jacksonville had the number one overall pick, would you draft Caleb Williams or would you pay Trevor Lawrence? I think you would, I think you would draft Caleb Williams. I think you would too. Yeah. It's the it's resetting the quarterback uh, clock. It, yeah. It's so valuable. And listen, Trevor Lawrence has put up way better numbers than Justin Fields has. Like, when we look at the passing numbers, it's not even close. And I know, listen, Justin Fields adds that dimension of running he's an elite rushing quarterback but that has drawbacks with the you know the injury toll there he missed four games last season and you've got to have the passing numbers be better than what they are yeah is there a a a Carson Wentz Trevor Lawrence comparison about starting to happen like Carson Wentz obviously had that great 2017 season Mm. And then never was the same quarterback after his injury. Trevor Lawrence had a legitimately like confusing year last year, where he just wasn't very good. And and it's the question is like why, right? I mean, same coach as Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson. Um, he did not get help from his teammates. His uh, his his not his, his offensive line was was not terrible, wasn't great, and his skill guys dropped a bunch of passes. But like, it just looked bad last year for a lot mm-hmm. of stretches of time. Yeah. He didn't look comfortable. He didn't look in rhythm. 
And you want to see, obviously, the continued improvement of a young quarterback. It felt like he was backsliding, right? Where he had gotten to a point where I think people considered him at least getting into the top echelon of top tier of quarterbacks. And then it just went completely backwards. He backslid. And that's not good, right? right. And so I think if you're talking about him and, you know, again, the Caleb Williams thing, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I think you would take the young quarterback right now based off the way Trevor Lawrence played last year. But I think there's a legitimate, like, is is Trevor Lawrence heading into that like oh boy as we head into the season? Yeah, it's uh, look he he threw for over four thousand yards. His completion percentage was over sixty five. Th- that's those are both good uh, things right there. But the passer rating, to your point, Jeff, it was like eighty eight point five. In today's NFL, you got to be in the upper 90s to be like, okay, that's really good. To be under 90 is alarmingly bad. It was similar with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was just above. Jalen Hurts was 20th in passer rating. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was 21st. So a bit of a surprise for both of those guys. How about this? It's a little bit different. If you're the Colts and have the first overall pick, would you draft Caleb Williams? This sounds radical. Or would you keep Anthony Richardson? Who Look at the resume. He has only thrown 84 passes in the NFL. He got banged up early in the season. And then you think about college too, Jeff. He didn't even have 400 passing attempts in college at Florida. So very limited experience. You drafted him fourth overall. This is not like resetting the quarterback clock, but are you convinced that Anthony Richardson will be better than Caleb Williams? If you're not convinced, there is an argument, if you were sitting there number one, to go with Caleb. What do you think about that? Oh, Caleb Williams is a, a much better NFL prospect than Anthony Richardson coming out of college, right? You would take Caleb Williams. Even though you drafted Anthony fourth no. overall? This okay. would be like a, I, what, I, a Josh I, Rosen, I, Kyler Murray type thing? Pay- I think if we're playing this game, like le- not legitimately, but like if you were the Colts, you would, you would probably stick with Anthony Richardson. All right, but they probably I, would I, stick. I'm with not him, the Colts general manager, so I can right. say whatever I want. Yeah, um, I think that if you were, if it's me sitting at home, it's very I can easily make the case just to take Caleb Williams. But I think I think the Colts, if they were given this choice, right, would would keep Anthony Richardson and trade out of one and get a bunch of dra- get a bunch of draft picks. I think they would too, but there is a compelling argument to make. I I would go with Caleb Williams myself, and the question that's tied to that is, if you're trading Anthony Richardson, what are you getting for him on the open market? That's a legitimate question. He's thrown 84 career NFL passes and very limited college experience. Do you think that you'd have teams that are quarterback needy? Like uh, the Steelers or the Falcons just being like, oh, Anthony Richardson's available? Let's go with him all day. You kidding me? I I don't know that teams would be Uh, looking at it like that. Ooh, I guess the question is what would it cost to get him? Yeah. Because I think think the Steelers would love Anthony Richardson. Would they, would, would they trade for him over Justin Fields? I think absolutely. Oh, I would in a heartbeat. Yeah. Even though, like, to your point, we've seen nothing from Richardson so far in the NFL. That's, but it's, it's, what we've seen is better than, you know, than Justin Fields passing numbers sucking out loud for three the, years. That's just, look, I think, again, if, if you're the Colts, you're probably not doing that, the drafting Caleb Williams over Anthony Richardson, if you're in that position. Um, because 
the, the Josh Rosen thing, like Josh Rosen just clearly didn't have it, you know? Uh-huh. Anthony Richardson ha- has some of it. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's plays he made in the preseason, even the regular season, where you're like, okay, that, that, that's a real NFL quarterback, you know? I don't know if we ever saw that with Josh Rosen. Yeah. So I think they would stick with I think they would stick with him. But if you're asking sort of me like radio guy, kind of yeah. like what what I, I Caleb Williams to me is a better prospect coming out of college football than Anthony Richardson was. And so you 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 would have a higher grade on Caleb Williams and Anthony Richardson. And if you're just going off with like simply draft grades and how you see these guys, and I think you would draft Caleb Williams. But again, the the other things that go into this, especially if you've already have Anthony Richardson in your program, is the intangible part of it, right? The leadership, which supposedly is off the charts, right? And and obviously the playmaking ability with his physical um, stature and things he can do. And, and obviously you've seen him in training camp, you've seen throws that he's made or hasn't made that we have not seen as a general public, you know? So that that goes into consideration if you're making that decision over just like okay, well, Keelan Williams has, has a higher draft grade than Anthony Richardson does. Yeah. So that's why I think you would just keep Anthony Richardson because of those kind of intangible things that I, I think clearly he has the goods to be a franchise quarterback between the ears, which is hugely important, obviously, to having success. I think that when it comes down to the Anthony Richardson Caleb Williams thing. I would be, I'd be floored if Chris Ballard, if he had the number one overall pick, went with Caleb Williams and you know traded Anthony Richardson because I think it comes down to the here and now versus the next five or ten years and the thought of man that's so risky. It feels so risky right now. You just drafted Anthony Richardson fourth overall. Are we really going to swing for the fences here? It feels like that, but ask yourself, who are you betting on over the next ten years to yeah. be the better NFL quarterback? I'm betting on Caleb Williams all I day am, in that too. matchup compared to, to Anthony but Richardson. Also, you get into the process of like if you get rid of Richardson, then I think it's fair to question, like, do you know how to draft? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, well, yeah, you, you drafted, like, Josh Rosen obviously was a mistake, and, and they rectified that mistake quickly. Right. We don't even know if Richardson is a mistake yet, right? And I, I think he will, I, I don't think he will be a mistake. But again, well, I think it, yeah. it's, it, that's all part of this discussion, right? Is like, how was it, how does it look to, to, to go ahead and, and draft Richardson? If you get, if the Steelers give you a first round pick for Anthony Richardson, I think you would trade him. Yeah, I, I think you would too. I, I think that, look, just because a better prospect and a better scenario presents itself a year later doesn't mean that you swung and missed with Anthony Richardson. He did Correct. some good things. It's not like he was way in over his head. Or I think you just had a chance to upgrade. Yeah. You know, like, okay, how about this scenario? It's a little bit different because the Arizona Cardinals have already paid Kyler Murray and they would – take it on the chin in terms of dead money and all of that stuff if they moved on from him uh, what if the cardinals had the number one overall pick would you draft caleb williams or would you keep kyler murray well you've already paid caleb williams that's the problem right i mean i'll draft kyler murray that's right I guess, yeah i guess the question is like what could you how much would you have to sell would you have to eat Pretty good amount because it would be obvious what you were doing, you know? Hmm. If you're trying to trade Kyler Murray, these other teams are like, oh, okay. Right? Like, you could only get so much for Kyler based on the scenario. Uh-huh. 
And, and I and I thought I actually didn't think Colin Murray would even make it to, to be the quarterback this season. I thought they were going to tank and draft Caleb Williams. I did so, too. Yeah. Um, that's so. I think I think I would have to just go with Caleb Williams because that's what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they, I, that, they, that's they, my answer is they'd be so much better off yeah. if they had tanked and had the number and, one overall. And pick. you just basically eat the one year of dead money. You put it all in this all in this year. You take the dead money and you're, you're paying Caleb Williams next to nothing to be your starting quarterback, right? So right. that's why that dead money is not that big of a deal because Caleb yeah. Williams is cheap. You basically you're saying you're paying two quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Um, you'd probably get a decent haul for Kyler Murray. I mean, what, what would Pittsburgh pay for a guy like to have freaking Kyler Murray? They'd pay a lot of money probably, right? So you'd get a good haul for him. Caleb Williams, cheaper quarterback, better quarterback in my opinion. Um, the, the thing about this discussion too is like, how special is Caleb was? I think I saw Joel Klatt put him as like his third highest rated quarterback. He's in the last ten years, like Andrew Luck. Okay. I think Andrew Luck was everyone's number one. Yep. Um, and then um, who? Joe Burrow maybe second. Okay. Yeah, um, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So like, would you have? So is Caleb Williams? Is he? Is he that good of a prospect to basically change your entire franchise to get him? I, I would. I would because I think that the ceiling is higher with Caleb compared to Kyler Murray. And look, it, look this is a crapshoot. Like, y it might not work at all. This is a yeah. high stakes game of Texas Hold'em. You yeah. seem like you have the better hand, and then it turns out you don't. You know, it could go down like that. But we've seen Kyler Murray in the NFL for a long time now, and look, he's he's put up some decent numbers, respectable numbers, way better than Justin Fields' numbers. That's for sure, passing wise. But I think if there's a way to upgrade, uh, you do it. And yeah. think of the Broncos. The Broncos are going to eat all this dead money for Russell Wilson, and they're not even close to the number one overall pick. They have no yeah. chance to get Caleb Williams, and they're yeah. doing it, you know? Yeah. So I think I mean, of it they, like that. It feels like at 12, I think they're at 12, um, you know, if McCarthy or, or Bo Nix is there, I think that feels like options for them Yeah, um, but, man, to take. Now, they, now, McCarthy – may or may not be there because the Vikings at 11 might want him. I don't know if Bo Nix is, is going to be graded high enough to take him at 12. I think you make exceptions sometimes for, for quarterbacks based off your, your your kind of best player available grading system. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Russell Wilson thing just didn't work, and they're going to they're gonna have to eat it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty yeah, simple. Man, that's a – that's a you know an all-you-can-eat meal, right? <laughs> they're eating a ton of dead money. Last one real fast. Okay. The Green Bay Packers – if they had the number one overall pick, would you draft Caleb Williams or would you pay Jordan Love, who surprised everybody last year, throwing 32 touchdown passes? Are you committed to him yeah, or I would you draft I, I, Caleb? I think – so, again, every situation is not all the same, right? Um, they put, obviously, so much time into, into Jordan Love and they finally got the returns last year. I think they would keep Jordan Love. Yeah, I, I right. think I think again it goes back to the here and now, right? Where you're like Jordan Love just threw 32 touchdown passes. The sky, the the well, the future is so bright. Sky's the limit, you know. And but ask yourself for the next 10 years, who do you expect to be the better quarterback? Well, think do you expect about, it to be Caleb or Jordan think, Love. Think about what you can though do for Jordan Love with the amount of assets you get back for trading the number one overall pick. Yeah. Like you, you're, you're going to get a get, lot to surround Jordan Love with. It's a good point. Like if you can, like imagine drafting another wide receiver 
and some offensive line help with yeah, that. That's like, right. I could argue that that is well worth keeping keeping Jordan Love essentially. And you know you, you got to pay him obviously, and that's I think part of all this discussion is that's how much right. you know, do you pay? He's under one. He's under a very team friendly deal right now. But the, I'm telling you, man, if you could get, I mean, imagine being able to, to give him, you know, um, you know, a, a Roma Dunze and I know it, uh, but it evens a, a out a Troy bit, right? Fatanu, like from Washington, a guard. I mean, and, and you pay Jordan Love. Like that to me feels like a really big win for the Packers. They put a lot of time and investment in Jordan Love, and yeah. it paid off with a really good season. And I think the thing about Jordan Love too that is is he got better throughout the season, which is how you want to see a young player progress. Mm-hmm. So I think you feel really good that in year two, you know, starting, not year two of the NFL, he's going to get even better. Yeah, and he might. That's he why might. I think you stick with him. The the counter to that, and I hear you, you could move down, you could surround uh, Jordan Love with some high draft picks, and you might hit on one or two of those guys, and now you're cooking with grease. But if you look at Caleb Williams, you reset the quarterback clock. You know, yeah. I know it's the Green Bay Packers. You could be more aggressive in free agency. You could make something happen that way. With look at the Houston Texans. They've got CJ Stroud on a rookie deal. They got a ton of cap space. They're probably going to be aggressive. And if you can surround him with, you know, a T. Higgins, could yeah, they yeah. do something like that? Now that's a big, big deal. You got someone who's proven and Green Bay could go in that direction if they chose to go with Caleb. I think they would stick with Jordan Love. But I think you have to ask yourself, who's the next? Who's the better quarterback over the next 10 years? <laughs> Instead of just coming off of a, an impressive season by Jordan Love. But in any event, I, I like that little exercise. Good stuff. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.